The Way to You, podcast 343. Earlier today, I was listening to a piece by Andy Shaw, the creator of A Bug Free Mind. Sorry, creating A Bug Free Mind. And he's somebody I listen to quite a lot. And he was talking about the difference between knowledge and belief, which he considers to be very important. And I think it's worth repeating or trying to repeat a certain amount of what he said because it strikes me that what he's telling is the truth. That belief is a soft category. It's unverifiable, basically. Whereas knowledge is verifiable. It has certainty. And when something has certainty, you know it's true. Belief has little or no certainty. Belief is just a speculation that something may happen or something is true. And that its status is completely different from that of knowledge. It's almost at, well, it is at the other end of the spectrum. It has little or no certainty. And once belief systems, therefore, are often based on ideas that aren't held up by reality, which is where it's important, you know, the beliefs that one has on certain things are not based on real knowledge. I'll, tell you, I'll give you instances. I mean, it's very simple. I know that the sun will rise tomorrow. I don't know if it'll come out or not, whether it'll be cloudy or, or sunny. But I do know that the sun will rise and that it will be light and that the planet will be spinning around the sun on its axis every 24 hours and going around the sun every year because that's what it does. I know that scientific facts are things that are verifiable. Although, to be honest, scientific theories are open to corrigibility, which means they can be corrected at a later time if they're later found to be false. But for the moment, I won't follow that path. So many beliefs confuse people and people actually think they're true. Um, you know, there are obvious ones like religious beliefs. Now, people may swear blind that what they believe in is actually true, that there's direct knowledge and that because they believe in it, this happens to be the case. Well, okay, that's fine. But there is also the possibility that it's really not true, that what they're believing in is actually a load of nonsense, which is what atheists believe, or what atheists feel they know. You know, it's, it's a complex subject, which I won't go into. Um, now, when applied to things that are going to happen, 
in your life. You may believe that you're going to become a millionaire and you may base your life on this belief and that's one of your goals is to become a millionaire because that's what you've decided to do and that's what has to become and the trouble with that is that it's not based on any fact you know it's based on a desire you know that you desire to become a millionaire because it would be great to be a millionaire you know one of those things but you can't know it until you have certainty about it, that that is your path, that, that is the path you're going to walk, and that you know exactly how to do it. And if you have that level of certainty, then that's fine. Because you're able to prove that you did it at the end of the day. But believing you're going to be a millionaire isn't going to get you anywhere. And, you know, if you can translate that belief into actual knowledge, then that's fine. A lot of people use statements like, oh, I know I've got to give up smoking. I know I've got to lose weight. I know I've got to get fit. But very often that doesn't translate it into reality either. You know, the, the much-vaunted promise to give up smoking doesn't happen. The decision to lose weight gets put off and ignored largely, and so forth. And the fitness, the progress on the fitness front isn't, isn't in sight anywhere. You know, and people live like that a lot. And they may have, you know, these good intentions, but... Until they actually do something about it, they're not dealing with the problem. So they continue to live in this state of denial as to what they're actually doing. Hell, we've all been there. But until we sort out our confusion over what we know and what we believe, then we're not really going to make progress in personal development because our goals will remain unattained and our wishes will remain unfulfilled. I mean, for instance, knowing that you've got to lose weight. Well, until you actually start following a regime of weight loss, you know, like a calorie-controlled food plan, and carrying it out, with the preciseness that it means that you lose weight and you can see there's results on the scales. Until you do that, you know, you're not knowing that you've got to lose weight. Until you stop having cigarettes for over a period of time, then you don't know that you've got to give up smoking. You seem to be acting as though you don't and so forth. You know, it's, it's, it's fairly obvious in a way. Until you actually have in place the, the means by which you can become a millionaire and you're following that path, then your wishful thinking is not going to get you anywhere. And that's it, you know, sorting out the difference between knowing and believing and not using knowing when you really mean believing 
means that until you do that, you're not going to really sort your head out in a way that makes sense. Because you'll be left always just wanting to do something. Um, and it's not going to happen in, like that because you'll still be left in a, a state of not attaining it. Anyway, I hope that makes sense. It's quite a complex matter in some ways, but in others, no, it's quite simple. If you want to know more, then I suggest you go try and find Andy Shaw's Creating a Bug-Free Mind, because he does go into this as well as many other things. And I do listen to him quite a lot, and I get quite a lot from him. And, you know, I'm not saying exactly the same thing as him, but I am very influenced by him. Anyway, thank you for listening and hope to catch you on another call.